It is Thursday, July 22nd. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Duval Motor Company. And now, TikTok's July Dancer of the Month, J.P. Shadrick. We have about a week left in the month. Thank goodness. Welcome in. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. And we're back, baby. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. We've got a busy program ahead. We've got a lot of kept, uh, catching up to do. Training camp is looming right around the corner. The rookies are in this week. The vets are in early next week. Then they're on the field Wednesday. Trevor Lawrence and others building camaraderie. You could say that with, you know, fill-in-the-blank quarterback name most off-seasons. We'll dig into that a little bit more. We'll go around the National Football League, including a memo from the league to teams today involving COVID-19 and possible forfeiture of games if non-vaccinated players cause a forfeiture. A wow. lot to get to there. Wow. We'll get to that. And nobody would get paid either, Logs. We'll, we've got a lot to get we've got a lot to go over a little later. What? <laughs> yes indeed. Taking that green away will make some minds change on what to do. I believe it might. How Cole, that? Cole Beasley may be getting his <laughs> little vaccination shot coming uh, up. There, there's a tweet coming soon, I'm sure, from mm-hmm. him. How the heck are you, by the I'm way, great. Logs? I'm Good great. To see the, the the time off has been awesome. I mean, awesome. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, we only had a couple of weeks off, but it was good. I mean, I, I got I got some fishing in, got some family time in, got some good food in. As always, you know, I'm foodie. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're all foodies here. We are. So it was good, and and I got to to meet some really interesting people over the last couple of weeks, which made it uh, even better. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you kind of get that. I don't want to say the breath of fresh air, but, you know, you kind of recharge the batteries a little bit prior to training camp because you know that once once things get started a little bit, it's, it's kind of hard to catch your breath. But it's been nice. JP, I caught I caught a tarpon on a kayak. Did I tell you I, about I that? I saw a photo of this. And if anybody, you know, Logs is not a huge social media guy, but not, he's around people that are. And uh, there was a video of you reeling in this massive tarpon on a kayak. It was awesome. It was it was one of uh, one of my how long did it take you lifetime outdoor highlights, probably. And here's the thing, when you're when you're in that moment of of doing battle with a, with a tremendous fish, and, <laughs> okay. and and here's the thing, there was a guy that uh, Ted Williams, you might know him, the baseball being a player? baseball guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of Ted Williams. Okay, did you Thank know you. that Ted Williams was an outdoors guy? I did know that. Yes. Okay. Did you know that Ted Williams once said that the tarpon was the greatest athlete that ever swam? I didn't know he said that, but he it did. would make sense. And okay. that was that was like one of his mm. fish that he really wanted to catch all the time. And so I was able to catch one off of a kayak. And, and you asked me how long it took, yeah. which was probably one of the most frequent questions that I got about it. And I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my watch on. I don't wear a watch. <laughs> and when you're when you're when you're in that <laughs> moment, track of time. You're you're so <laughs> focused on making sure that you don't mess anything up that you catch the fish that you uh-huh. don't really kind of pay much attention to time. But if I had to guess, fifteen minutes. Okay. Twenty minutes. Good. Ballpark, you know. Okay. Before he was released and free to to go continue on his life as the way he was planning on leading it. 
Well, we'll have more on this story coming up on the Outdoor Show Saturday morning, That's right. 7 a.m. on 1010XL. That's correct. 7 to 10, right? 7 to 10. You know that. You listen every Saturday. Don't, don't act like you don't. So, so does Joe. He'll have more on that uh, coming up. Yeah, we had that nice uh, time what about to get you? away. What went, about you? Went up, saw some family. Um, Alabama? Yeah. You know, we uh, actually rode one day over Did to- hang out with Nick? Nick who? Saban. No, 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 no. Oh. No, no. Actually rode one day over to Cartersville, Georgia. The home of Trevor Lawrence. Right. But apparently there's a bunch of dead Shadricks from the 1800s in Car- Cartersville, Georgia, of all things. Really? And so Dad and I went over there and looked around and did some stuff. So were you stalking? I got the, I got the photo of the, the big mural. Were you stalking Trevor Lawrence? No, no, no. He wasn't okay, there. I, I just had no idea. We were just driving it, through and seeing some old family stuff. And really? You have family name? Apparently so. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you guys are related somehow. You never way, know. On the Georgia-Alabama line, you just never yeah, know. Yeah, I just, <laughs> you just never know. We had a situation like that when you got close to the West Virginia line up yeah. there in Virginia, too. We we'll, know all about that kind we'll, of thing. We'll leave that be for now. But yeah. no, it was a good time away. And By God, West Virginia. We're, we're fired up to be back, though. I think I'm, I, you know, it, it is good to get away. But it's now that you're here back in the building and you see some of the rookies around doing things, you know it's right around the corner, which is the, the fun part of things. So the rookies have reported logs. Yes. The final. Few draft picks who were unsigned are now signed. That's not really huge news anymore. It's going to happen. You never really have holdouts. Does anymore. anybody have a holdout anymore? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Zach Wilson, I don't think has signed his deal yet. Yeah. Uh, ever since the new collective bargaining agreement, there's really uh, the the only issue that would ever cause a holdout to happen with a rookie contract would be the ability to double dip. So, in other words, if a player was terminated, for example, let's say Trevor Lawrence was cut after one year, yeah. would he still earn all of his paycheck or would be there would there be an offset if he was to get a check from somebody else? So, it's the offset language that would hold. So, for example, if somebody gets cut in year three, they still have X amount of dollars that's due to be paid on the contract. And if they go to another place and they're making money, that comes off of the contract that they signed with the team that was originally drafted in. So the offset language is always kind of a little bit of a an issue. But for the most part, other than that, there should be absolutely no problem whatsoever with a rookie being a, in camp on time. What's, I mean, absolutely no other excuse. Right. Yeah, those days are, are pretty much and, and nowadays, gone. I mean, the teams, how many first-round picks are not making it to the end of the contract? I mean, the one thing that, that has to be in there, and I think teams have that language in there for the most part, is that if the player goes off and commits a crime and he can't play, and then obviously there has to be a way for the, for the team to recoup that money and not pay the player. Mm-hmm. You can't have guaranteed money regardless. I mean, there has to be some protection for the team in there. Yeah, right. And for the most part, that is in there. But uh, when it comes to football, as long as the player is, is, is present and able and not locked up in jail, then the player should have the ability to learn his, earn his money, and the offset language is the only thing that's a negotiable type of thing. The camp schedule coming up for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Veterans Report Tuesday, and they're on the field for the first time Wednesday, July 28th, and helmets only. Then the first public open practice is Thursday, July 29th, with helmets only. Friday is open as season ticket members only with helmets and spider pads on. And then uh, Saturday, July 31st, the same thing. Monday, helmets There's a lot of people, JP. Let me just stop you right there. Yes. Because there's a lot of people that are going helmets and spiders. And if they are watching on social yep. media, mm-hmm. they're seeing it in the, on the screen and they're saying spiders. What the hell are spiders? 
that we, for a long period of time, players in the NFL would have these things called quote unquote shells. And so spiders is another name for shells. Okay, spiders is almost like a soft padded thing that goes across the shoulder and it looks like a spider web. Okay. And it's it's just padding, but it's not shoulder pads. Yeah, so it's like a th- like a th- very very thin around the shoulders, thin type yeah. of thing yeah. that goes on top of the shoulders. And what it does is it protects the players because when you, when you have just helmets on, a lot of times the face mask may make contact with the shoulder of another player, and so it's designed to keep any bumps and bruises from happening around the shoulder area from one of your teammates' yeah. helmets. Like if you're an offensive lineman, you're Hitting another guy across from me, you want some kind of protection well, that, on that's that not, guy. It's not on the chest. Right. That, that's no. more on. That's, no, it's really for the top of the okay. shoulder to prevent any kind of helmet contact okay. from a teammate or an that? offensive lineman, offensive and defensive lineman. There you go. But it doesn't. It's not like okay. So if we're in helmets, does now the physical tempo go up because we're in helmets and spiders? No, uh-huh. it really doesn't. It's meant to stay the same, but it's just meant to provide an added benefit or layer of protection to the player itself. When you go from helmets to helmets and spiders to pads, that's a different story. Now we're talking playing real football yep. with full to- full contact. Full pads practice for the first time Tuesday, August 3rd, and then the 4th as well. And Wednesday, the first public access to a fully padded practice is Friday, August 6th, Saturday, August 7th, and then in the stadium, August 8th with the scrimmage. And uh, tickets are available for these. Uh, you what can time's the scrimmage? Register now. I believe it's in the evening. Are we broadcasting? We are, I believe, doing some kind of. I think that might be in the, the scrimmage. Morning. It's a, yeah, oh, it it's in the morning. morning. Yeah, morning scrimmage. I think it's in the mornings at some point. And I think there the, you go. the 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 time is still a little bit in flux. But from what I understand, it's going to be in the morning. Okay, there you go. Yeah, nine forty-five to eleven forty-five. Which I that, that the information about the availability and all that I think is soon to be announced. Jaguars.com/slash training camp to register for tickets, mm-hmm. and you have to register even for the scrimmage. There will be assigned seats for that uh, event as well. So that's coming up. Uh, you know, it's now it's going to get real. You know, Urban Meyer and the coaching staff—they actually had they had the, the fine situation in the off-season program for going a little too hard. One of those practices in early June, well, they and they released that information. Was it on a Friday? It was a Friday in the summer, of course. You the, know, the, the old NFL. We're going to put this information out at a, at, a, at a period of time, right close to the holiday, and on a day in which. It's where you want to kind of bury it in the news. Mm-hmm. You know, you make the information available, but you also want to not have it be talked about throughout the course of the week. So we're going to release it on release it either on a Thursday or a Friday, right around the holiday. So now, uh, you know, after that fine, two hundred grand for the Jags, hundred grand for Urban, and the loss of two practices in the OTAs next summertime. Um, so now, here we go. When the pads are on, mm-hmm. it's contact time, really, right? I yeah, mean, you're you're not going to lose next year OTA practices for being too physical when you're in pads and training camp. This is what this time of year is for. Getting ready for a season. And, yeah. and, and let me just make a quick comment on, on the fine situation because it was announced since we were on our break. And uh, a lot of people say, oh, you know, well, why does something like that happen? A lot of times it happens and it's not, not really the coach's fault. Ultimately, it's the coach's responsibility to yeah. make sure that the tempo of the practice is in accordance with the collective bargain rules that govern the entire league. Okay, so ultimately it is the coach's responsibility. But I, but I will say this. 
there's been many coaches that tried to rein in players and me personally, but look, when when you're trying when you're playing the game and you're competitive, mm-hmm. you're competing against players and you're trying to build something, you're trying to establish a way in that you go about your business, the way that you work. You're not thinking about, oh, yeah, we need to choke it down here a little bit because we don't want to get uh, coach in trouble. I mean, sometimes players, that's what the, way they, the way they play. Yeah, right. You can't turn it off sometimes. And, uh, and as a new staff, you're trying to impress sometimes as well. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's not like the Jaguars coaching staff and Irv Meyer said, you know what? You go know, tackle we're, that guy. We're going to go right. and get after it. <laughs> no, you know, sometimes how it works. And, some, and, 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 and I saw all throughout the course of the, the practices that we were able to see that there were moments that things got a little bit physical, but it wasn't as if the coach was going, yeah, get after him, let's go. It was more of the player just trying to compete, you know. And, and when you have a new team with a lot of new faces, there's always this thing that happens. And it's, and it's interesting because it's organic. It happens naturally because you have an influx of new players that are rookies. You have an influx of new players when you have so much change with, within an organization as the Jaguars had with veterans, et cetera. And so now you have this pack of dogs, okay? And we're all trying to establish the pecking order. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to impress. Bunch of alphas. Yeah, so who's alpha and who's, you know, who's alpha two, who's alpha three? And it just, it just happens. So, and if you look, if you look at the list of where some of the teams got fined, and most frequently, if you just looked at it from a historical perspective, it happens with the teams that have coaching changes and have a lot of change in the roster. That's okay. Who would be the alpha of this room? I think it's me, Joe. Yeah, Joe. No, you're not gonna. You're not the alpha. Yeah, that's me. Are you? I assert my. It might be Reber, Brent Reber, our video producer. Might be the alpha. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, we're off and running, though. We've got a lot to get to on the program. Until with food gets thrown on the table, and then y'all better back up. <laughs> you might lose a finger or two. Uh, we've got plenty ahead. Trevor Lawrence talk. He took some receivers to Clemson with him, and they had a little fun on the side as well. And a little later, defensive chatter and, yes, reaction to the NFL memo today regarding COVID-19 vaccines. If you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. We're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Public where shopping is a pleasure, and Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. 
Visit TIAABank.com slash JAGSCART. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here to tell you where to find the most authentic Southern Pit Barbecue in all of Jacksonville. That's right, Bono's. For 72 years, Bono's has been smoking real pit barbecue right here on the First Coast. Smoked for hours, served in minutes, and always cut to order. You can find Bono's locations all around town and on game day at TIAA Bank Field. Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. If you don't see a pit, it ain't legit. At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're feeling good now, smiling wider now, seeing brighter now, bucket dunking now, staying now, popping a wheelie now, living lighter now. You're on Tropic Time now. And on Mondays, try our Jaguars Duval Delight Smoothies for $2.99. And you're roaring louder now, end zone dancing now, sipping spirit now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone, like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on AutoSource Incorporated data obtained on 10 Jacksonville Sports Talk for Jacksonville sports fans. 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. If we all said right here, after putting this team together, said for six months, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to come back in the best shape of my life. I'm going to dive into this. I expect them to give me six months of just everything you got, and then we'll regroup after that. Tell me what else you got to do for six months. For the rest of your life, you'll never forget this. Be part of history of the Jaguars. The stadium's awesome. Jacksonville's awesome. Now we got to win some damn games. You got that right, Urban Meyer, Jaguars head coach on The Hunt. Chapter 4 coming up Monday. Jaguars.com on the Jaguars YouTube channel. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, win some damn games, Jeff. That's what it's about. I mean, that's that's why you play the game. That's why you they use the old line that Bill Parcells used in the NFL films. But that's why you lift all them damn weights and <laughs> sweat and ble- bleed and everything. So that's, uh, that, that's it, man. And right. Six months. It, it is, you know, months. and... And it's really not six months, I mean, for the most part. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's a little bit less than that. But it is an emotional grind. Make no mistake about it. But I think the grind has gotten easier in, in recent NFL history just because of the way the league approaches things now with acclimation periods, the amount of practices that you can hold during the course of training camp, the mandatory 
time that must be given to players to have off. And so I, it's even though the players of today will tell you it's still a grind, and it can be. It can be in a very emotional grind. But physically, I think it's gotten a lot better, and I think it's a lot smarter than what it used to be, certainly in the National Football League. But it is it's a, it's a five-and-a-half, six-month thing to where you're committed and and you everything else falls by the wayside. There is no other priority in your life, for the most part, except for God and family, that will ever take precedence over football, nor should it. And that's that's where it should be in the list of priorities for a football player at this time of year. So uh, here we go. The, you know, I guess it is. What let's see. August. Let's do some math real quick. August, September, October, November, December, January playoffs. So sixth. Well, I mean, you got to get to that. I mean, come on, you we're talking. Got to get there playoffs. first. You know, be optimistic. Yeah. Here, here, here's <laughs> the thing that I always looked at is that the playoffs are gravy. The playoffs are free. Seriously, the grind and what they pay you for is the regular season. Yeah, the 17 games. Yeah. And, listen, and look, to look, take it from a guy who did not have but one playoff game in the first six years of his career and then came here and was able to enjoy the playoffs a little bit more frequently, <laughs> obviously. But And we always said this, playoffs are for free, man. You know, they pay us to play in the regular season. The playoffs – that's for free because you would. If the NFL came out and said, look, we don't have any money to pay anybody in the playoffs, okay, but at the end of the playoffs, somebody is going to get a ring mm-hmm. and say that they're champions. There would be some players that wouldn't play. There would be a hell of a lot of players that would keep on playing sure. just to be able to say that we were the champions. And I would have I played the playoffs for free without question, no, no doubt. That, that's where – the competitive juices and everything. I mean, that's where you're like, let's go, man. Let's go. This is this is it. In reality, though, it is a 12 month a year situation for these players to stay in shape, to maintain, to build, to get ready for the next more year. so than ever before. Absolutely, sports science has taken over the world, and that includes the world of Trevor Lawrence, who, as many quarterbacks do, took a number of receivers with him away from Jacksonville to go work up in Clemson, South Carolina, his old college. They did some throwing out there. There's not a lot of video from that. But they had a little fun on the side, too. Apparently, Trevor had access to uh, some kind of river, lake, something that's nearby. I've never been to Clemson. I think Undisclosed location. Wide. Yes, and uh, they had some fun jumping off uh, a pier into the water together, doing all these these things, and they put that on social media and – that's a good thing. Building some of that camaraderie, getting work in is the most important thing. So when you're ready to hit the ground running, if you're watching on Jaguars.com, you see DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault. I believe Marvin Jones was there as well. And they're all about to uh, – there's a nice pontoon boat there, Logs. See, that's yeah. perfect. Party no, barge. It's a nice, nice setup. On. Just making sure that when before they jumped off the dock that nobody would slip <laughs> right before jumping <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, uh, that. unfortunately, that has happened uh, quite a few times. In dock jumping history, I will say. Uh, you, have you experienced this before? Uh, I have not okay. because uh, I have chosen not to get the long-running start, which I was glad to see that they chose not to have the long-running start. But sometimes it doesn't take that long of a start to slip on the end of a dock prior to jumping. People loved this video, it felt like, on social media. I think they love any video that involves Trevor Lawrence right now and these young receivers and those guys together. I think is a good start, a good sign. He's still got to go out and play. Training camp's coming up. I think. Well, I think it's good 
that you have a, a young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence that has taken the initiative to to bond with the guys that are he's going to be delivering the ball the ball to, and you've seen and have heard through the years about Tom Brady always having guys. We're talking about the goat now. I mean, so if you're doing things, and I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the goat. I think I heard it. I think I heard that, Joe. But play it back. I think I if, heard that. If if Trevor Lawrence is starting to do things like that, that's a positive sign. I mean, that's what you want your quarterback to do. You want him to lead. You want him to embrace his teammates. You want him to allow his teammates to get to know him, so that there is a, a loyalty and a, a a willingness to give all for each other. And that's what it takes to play this game. It's it's a very unique game, and that it's not about just punching a time clock, and it's not about just doing your job. It's about it's you have to be emotionally committed to this game. And when you have relationships with people, it's a lot easier to be the emotionally involved with the game when you're doing it for people you you love and that you work with and that you care about. And that's all part of that. I think that's happened. Here before, though. I've seen that with – but then the performance okay. on the field has not followed that. Here, here's the thing, JP. It might have happened before to where, okay, a couple guys got together and threw over here yeah, right. at one of the local high schools. Mm-hmm. Have we ever heard of it happening out of market in Jaguars history? I don't think so. I don't – you know, not since I've been around here. No. No. I mean – I, mean, I, and that's I think Blake what, did his stuff here, or he went to his throwing coach in Arizona or whatever, but I don't think – Yeah, and I'm not criticizing the guys from before, yeah. but I'm just saying that sometimes, look, you got, you got you to get out of your, of, of your familiar environment sometimes to create that bond and to go experience some new things. And, and, and I think this was positive that they went somewhere else. You know, they went up to where he, you know, he knows, you know, Clemson, that area. So, so good for him. Good for him. And I, and I expect it to happen every year. And at some point, it's probably not going to be just going back to Clemson. It might be going somewhere else. You know, you don't ever know. Figure out another plan at some point. Yeah, yeah maybe it's not? Cartersville and maybe they go hang out with the Shadricks. The Purple you know? Hurricanes or whatever yeah. they are. I think that's what they are. Really? Yeah. What's the Cartersville? Purple Hurricanes. Purple Hurricanes. I think so, yeah. That's kind of an odd name. It, it, How do you put Purple and Hurricanes together? I didn't know there were many hurricanes north of Atlanta. But that's another thing, too. I don't know. Am I missing something? Well, Tulsa's the golden. Is this, is this a drink? Tulsa's the golden hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> they have a lot of fun in Cartersville. It sounds. You got like. hit with a hurricane, you'd be purple. <laughs> I, guess I would say yeah. so. I thought maybe if you were like playing a joke on me. No, this is, this is like a drink or something. No, that's that's know. the name. Okay, let's switch to running back talk. Uh, that that has uh, been in the news a little bit recently. There's been some speculation. Among folks How come you didn't social? post any videos, you know, shirtless, jumping off a dock? I, you do not want to see that, and certainly not in high-definition <laughs> logs. We're going to leave that be. Um, you know, there's been some speculation after the Cam Akers injury in Los Angeles for the Rams. He tore his Achilles. He's done mm-hmm. for the year, running back. Which that, was he was expected to be their starter. He was going to be their guy, right? So a lot of folks have pointed to the Jaguars running back room. Hey, could they make a deal for one of these guys? I... No, this this running Not back happening. room. I I think they like what they have. I, 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 I don't see that happening. I I don't. I can tell you this: J. Rob's not going anywhere. Etn's not going anywhere. No. Is Carlos Hyde a guy that could be? Well, look, I mean, look. There's always a price. Yeah, he signed because of the the you know the situation here. I think is why he came here. So I mean, could, could something happen? Sure. 
something could happen because if all of a sudden L.A. calls and says, hey, uh, you know, we really like Carlos Hyde. We're really in a pickle here, and we really need a back, and we're willing to give you a fourth-round pick for Carlos Hyde. Carlos will love you, man, but uh, that's a fourth-round pick. I mean, so could it happen? Sure it could happen. Is it likely to happen? Yeah. I mean, if they knock, if 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 LA knocks their socks off with an yeah. offer, sure it could happen. I mean, you don't. You finally got running back. Well, Urban's new here, but uh, Trent Baalke's been around here a year. You found a running back in James Robinson, who is your regular every down workhorse, who's four and a half yards a carry. And if you're watching on Jaguars.com, you see the entire running back room right now. Mm-hmm. Then you have a first round running back that you've just drafted in ETN, who is a game breaker, uh, in, at least in theory. They hope he can be. And then Hyde is the big bruising guy they feel that can do some dirty work inside. So those are three. And then you got some other guys on this roster that have had very limited spells of success. Ogunbowale is one of those who had some moments last year. Uh, Ozigbo has been hurt some throughout his career, and we haven't He's seen a lot, a lot of Nathan Cottrell. So uh, those first three guys are the main guys. But. Those are three guys if they're playing well and you got the offensive line blocking like they did last year, that that can be a pretty good running game. Well, one of the reasons why I said that it's probably not likely that you're going to trade one of your top three backs is that, look, you've got a rookie quarterback. And with a rookie quarterback, you'd like to have a strong running game and you'd like to have some easy completions for, for your young quarterback. And a strong running game requires running backs. One and number two, easy completions. If you don't have it from the tight end position, your next position that gives you the easy completions is the running back group, and thus that's why they, when ETN came to the uh, the first mini camp that they had, he worked some from the wide receiver position. I'm sure that there's going to be multiple sets to where they have J. Rob, James Robinson, and Travis ETN on the field at the same time because it creates a, a little bit of a mismatch problem for defensive coordinators. And it also gives you the opportunity at getting some easy completions for your quarterback. So I don't see them trading one of those three guys, but I, but could they trade somebody? And like I said. It's always possible. There's, a, there's always a price. Yeah. I mean, if something blows always your socks off, then guess what? Yeah, that, that's the way it works. But – feel like they're in pretty good shape, right? You know, is there a guy in the league that there's not a price for? Um, is Mahomes? I was going to say Patrick Mahomes, probably. Right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure there's a price on that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Especially now. Now. Right? <laughs> sure. Um, there's not many. Is there a there pri- a would there be a price on Trevor Lawrence? I mean, would if somebody said, hey, look, I mean. Boy, it took this long to get that guy in this building. <laughs> no, and no. you're going to trade him? I'm no, just, I don't look, think I'm not, so. I'm not saying that to where <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm think just there's saying, a it's price. Just, it's, a, it's an interesting question. And then I think there's always a price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it might be so substantial that nobody would ever do it. Exactly. But there's always a price exactly. for everything. I remember – when Mike Dicka traded the entire draft for, for Ricky Williams. That's right. It wasn't even the number one pick. It was like number five pick. Yes. <laughs> and people went, what? What are you doing? So, I mean, you, you could have seen that for a quarterback, but especially nowadays, but certainly not for a running back. But it just goes to show you there's always a price. And it, and it may be unreasonable, but there is a price. You know, you brought up something a moment ago that just made me realize how silly things were in the offseason during rookie minicamp. When that news that Travis Etienne was 
taking wide receiver reps got out, and the national media just ran with it and said, "What in the world is Urban doing?" There's got another. Little, well, got what are we doing? Like, what is going? Come on, like that's just it got, it got, it got, it got, it got way overblown. Yeah, it got overblown. It was silly. That's what it was. Let's come back. Uh, defensive talk. A lot of new on defense coming up this year. What will this thing look like? Well, we don't have an answer, but maybe we'll find out soon enough in the coming weeks. Better would be a good start. <laughs> Let's start with that. Mm-hmm. Plenty ahead on the program. We'll go around the National Football League as well and check out the official Jaguars Podcast Network. It's a free subscription on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We have this show every Thursday. Jaguars Reporter is a new episode up this week. The Huddle Up Pod will be back in a couple of weeks, and the Ozone Podcast around the corner as well. Give us that five-star rating, and we're halfway home. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. If something's been hurting, aching, or bothering you, don't ignore it any longer. It's time to take care of your health again. It's time to make an appointment with a Baptist Health primary care doctor or specialist. Call 904-202-4U to schedule a virtual visit or see a doctor in person at a Baptist Health location. The time for better health is here. Call 904-202-4YOU or visit GetBetterJacks.com. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps, Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone, like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer, all named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. 
One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few, they're built for America. Ford SUVs, drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on auto source incorporated data obtained on 10520. The station that the Jaguars listen to, 1010XL. Home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Duval Motor Company. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. Glad you're along with us after our, what, month-long hiatus? We're back, and we're not going anywhere. We're staying. And you know who's coming to town very soon? It's the Hella Mega Tour, Saturday, July 31st at TIAA Bank Field. Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer, plus the Interrupters. Tickets at Ticketmaster or hellamegatour.com. Favorite Green Day song, Logs, go. Uh, I don't really have one. No? No. Uh, my son's going to that concert, though. He's fired up. I've never seen any of those bands. Um, Green Day was like, you know, their big album was 94. Fallout Boy, he's a big fan of Fallout Boy. Weezer, uh, I like. Okay. Green Day is, is I mean, they've been great. Okay. You know? Yeah, they have. So they've got a lot of stuff, and, and some tickets still available, and that should be a fantastic show inside TIAA Bank Field. Yeah, it should be a good one. Fired should, up. should be loud. I think so. I think that's by design. Yeah, it should be should be really. What time does that start? Uh, Five thirty in the afternoon. Okay, so it's not like an all day thing. So well, it's an it's evening thing. Four yeah, bands. That's, I mean, that's yeah, it's a long time. But I mean, starting five o'clock. Yeah. I mean, that's going to end eleven ish. Something maybe a little bit beyond that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. Remember to hydrate properly for that one too. Uh, well, there's <laughs> different definitions for that, JP. Um, Which one are you talking about? I don't know, Joe. What you got for us? You got an update on the purple hurricane debate? Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. I was, yes. See, I was right. But there are two more in okay. Georgia. Okay. There are the uh, Fitzgerald High Purple Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. There are the Jasper County, which is in Monticello, Purple. Yeah, not far from, from the Florida state line. Okay, there Jasper are the Purple County. Hurricanes. And even closer to home, I did not know this, mm. Gainesville Senior High School are the Purple Hurricanes. Mm. Wow. All right, mm. there you have it. Well, it's kind of odd to have a Gainesville high school have the name Hurricanes. Is that okay? <laughs> I don't know. With all the battles that Florida and FSU and the Miami Hurricanes have had <laughs> right. over the years, yeah. you, I mean, that's kind of like wrong, isn't it? I don't know. But either way, they're not alone. Cartersville's not alone. Okay. So I'm glad. Thank you, Joe, kind for of the an research. Odd. We appreciate that. Kind thank of an odd name. Nice. Let's talk defense now, Logs. There's a is lot, there a, but just real quick, yeah. would there be a blue hurricanes? Well, there's a golden team? hurricane. Uh, Tulsa Anywhere? is the golden hurricane. There, who is Tulsa, the uh, university? Okay, Tulsa. okay. So there's a golden. Would there be any other colored hurricanes as know. mascots I around? I have no idea. I'm just curious. I'm just saying. I have no idea. Why purple? Why not? Oh, just thinking. Just thinking out loud here. Joe's right. gonna. Yeah. Great, Joe. Exactly well, if there might be another colored hurricane as a mascot somewhere. Our research knows no bounds tonight. We're going to dig deep on this mm-hmm. one. Defensive talk. Uh, the Jaguars' logs had 12 sacks last season. How many? As a 12 as a team. 12 total. 12 total <laughs> for the year. Wow. How long will it take them to double that number this season? What How many game, games? What game will that happen, do you think? Well, look, if you're really, really doing well, I mean, really doing well, 
one of the better teams in the league, you're averaging about three per game. Okay, so if you're not doing well, you're lucky to average one per game. We know that. Which yes. that's yeah, what we, the average is. We just saw So that. let's say that they're just kind of average. So and when I say average, so let's say they get two a game. So six games, they should certainly have that beat. Have 12. Should have above 12 okay. um, would be my expectation. Doubling that number, you're looking at 12 games. Yeah. Ish, give or take. Oh, well, no, I'm saying that I'm saying they should be able to beat the twelve. The question sacks. was double that number. 24. Double, so yeah, double the number exactly. Yes. <laughs> so twelve, ten, ten, eleven, twelve games, give or take. Yeah, yes. something like that. Sometime yeah. in November. Yeah, ten, eleven. If it takes, I mean, look, that's your hope. That's your hope. But one of the things I think also that dictates sack totals, it's not so much how good you are at rushing the quarterback, the tempo of games have a lot to do with that. Yes, they do. How we many points are you, are you, is your offense scoring in a game? If, if your offense is not powerful, teams have a tendency to be very conservative on offense and are less likely to throw with the quarterback being exposed for a much longer period of time. And that sometimes can be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. When you have a high-powered offense – Teams feel like they got to press to score points. We got to keep up, yeah. you know. And so they push the ball down the field more. They drop back more. They expose their quarterback more. It's easier to have success rushing the passer and to get sacks to get the numbers. So it's not just about how good the defense is and how good of a job the defense is, but there's a lot of different factors, even your offense and their ability, uh, the ability to stop the run. Which last year the Jaguars were not very good. I think right at the bottom of the league mm-hmm. in stopping the run. Pretty so, close, yeah. I think so some, of the, some of the things you need to get better at, but also offensively you need to get better as well. I mean, as a team you need to get better. How many times did this defense play with a lead last year? Very rarely. Maybe two games. Very rarely. Yeah, I mean, even I mean I'm, talking, I'm talking having a lead for a little while, but yeah. here, here's the thing, JP. In the, in the mind of, the, of a lot of the opponent coaches, they didn't play or they didn't coach like they were playing from behind. Because it was never like it was out of reach. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the Jaguars, again, this goes back to how high-powered your offense is. So teams weren't concerned about the Jaguars. Oh, well, they got up on a seven points. They're like, it's okay. It's okay. Their offense is not great. Okay? They're not going to score a lot of points. It's just a little bit of an anomaly. Let's not panic. So teams didn't panic against the Jaguars and get overly pass-happy. So, yeah, you, a lot of things are going to go into that. And, and you hope that – they do some of the things as a team that allows them to get the numbers. But, okay. yeah, again, sack numbers are not everything. That's right. But they do give you some indication. Uh, you got home this many times, that's a big deal, but the, the pressures and how it affects the gameplay is, is more important. Right. A lot and a lot, it's funny how that kind of works. When you have yeah. a team that is rushing the quarterback really well and they're getting a lot of sacks, the coaches will talk about you know, hey, how sacks change the game. When you have a team that's rushing the passer and they're doing okay, but their numbers aren't really great, the coaches always talk about, hey, it's not always about sacks. It's about how you impact the passer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's, it's convenient conversation sometimes is what it Absolutely is. Absolutely it is. At the end of the day, sacks are a great indicator of whether you're getting pressure on the quarterback or not. I'm going to answer this question before I ask it to you. Okay. My answer is Miles Jack. Mm-hmm. 
The question is, what defensive player are you most excited to see in training camp and then moving into the regular season this year? My answer was Miles Jack. Because of what role he could play on this defense and what it's really going to look and feel like, I'm excited to see that the next few weeks. Uh, look, I mean, I, I'm, this is kind of a – Pick one. It's not well, that hard. JP, I mean, I, look, I'm going to stay in my wheelhouse. And I'm going to say Josh Allen. <laughs> okay. okay. See, that's a good answer. Because, right. I mean, that's, that's the position that I love watching because that's the position that I played a very long time ago. And I, and I, and I appreciate – first of all, I'm a big fan of Josh as a person. I mean, a big fan. I might be his, the president of his fan club. You're number one. Uh, give me the big phone number one. Okay. You're, you're answering fan mail By for the him way, and stuff? did I tell you? <laughs> what? <laughs> and Joe might have here to do a little a research on this Some because. Kind of side story here. I'm holding. Is there a fish involved in this? I'm story? holding my finger up. Okay. <laughs> I see that. Because I am Josh Allen's number one fan. Uh huh. I, I love him. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a good person. I think he's a tremendous athlete. I think he's going to be a really good football player. Yes. But you know, in football, what does that mean? We're number one. What did you see that people would put on their hands that were big like that? Remember the yeah the big foam finger, right? I met the guy that invented the foam finger no, this summer. Stop Swear it! Swear to you. Oh come on! Swear to you. There's a bunch of people who made those. I'm just telling you. I met the guy and do the Google search, okay? I met the guy. Weird. Our research department is going to be exhausted over the tonight. the Fourth of July holiday. The guy that invented the foam finger. What's his name? I can't remember. Oh, where's he from? It's JP. Where did you I was, meet him? I at had the grocery I was, store. I was, or like, where, where did you meet this no, guy? No, I met him at poolside at the place we were staying at down <laughs> in Sanibel. <laughs> he must have done well on foam fingers. Then it sounds like. All right, according to this, okay, the Joe. guy's from Iowa, and his name is Steve Klemlar. That's it. Ring a bell. That's it. Steve. Yep. You could have said any name right there. He'd be like, "Yep, that's him. It, yeah, that's him." Okay. How old is he? How old is he now? <laughs> I don't know, but he created it in 1971. Yeah, how about that? How cool is that? Now there's foam everything's. Oh, absolutely. But, but I asked him, and then he ended up getting patents and all this kind of stuff on it and everything. Because I asked him, I said, "Well, how did, did you?" He said, "Oh yeah." He said, "Still got it." All right, something else you asked for what, too. Not, yeah, go ahead. There are in Utah. There are the Red Hurricanes. Hmm. Okay. And um, at a high school in Utah. High school, yes. Okay. And do you? Hopefully you know this. West Virginia. There's By a God. Hurricane West Virginia. There's a town, a town yes. called named Hurricane, Hurricane West Hurricane. Virginia. Hurricane West Virginia, and they have Hurricane High School. And are they the well, Hurricane? What's their mascot? They're not the Hurricane. <laughs> I'll try to figure that out. <laughs> uh, we'll come back. We'll figure that out in a moment. That's We've, a great question, that's though. That's pretty good. Okay, you're, you're in Hurricane By God, West Virginia. We are going to have to. At Hurricane High School. And you're what the would tigers. be the mascot You're name. the Tigers. You're no big deal, like everybody else. Uh, we'll come back in a the moment. The Tornadoes. We'll go around the National Football League. You're the uh, Storm Surge. Yeah. Um, Joe, Joe. the Tigers. See, they are. are they I really just guessed it. I got the it. Hurricane Tigers. Oh, I knew it. On. I knew it was something that easy. We'll and go. It, and their, their, their logo is a tiger, kind of like. Our cat head, like a side view, but the hair on the tiger is like blowing. Yeah. It's all messed <laughs> up <laughs> from the wind. <laughs> Let's go around the league That's when we great. come back. We've got plenty ahead. Single game tickets on sale now for the 2021 Jaguars regular season. Visit jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000. The team of representatives 
are back in their office down here in, in the bank, ready to help you get back in the bank in 2021. This Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. The Land Rover Defender story began with the simple thought of creating an exceptionally capable off-road vehicle, becoming the go-anywhere, do-anything, all-terrain machine. Today, there's a new Land Rover Defender, the toughest and most advanced Land Rover vehicle ever. From the beginning, Land Rover knew the new Defender was capable of great things. Motor Trend's 2021 SUV of the year is just the latest example. Test drive the new Land Rover Defender today at Land Rover Jacksonville on Atlantic Boulevard or go to LandRoverJacksonville.com. Land Rover, above and beyond. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash. Made fresh. Dailies. Why live with foot or ankle pain? If you have persistent pain, numbness, tingling, burning pain on the bottom of your foot, or swelling that doesn't improve with home treatment, it may be time to see Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute. Our foot and ankle specialists have innovative new options to help you get back in the swing of things without persistent pain that slows you down. Call JOI 2000 or go to joionline.net for an appointment. Mike Dempsey and Fat Tony, Jaguars Today. All Jaguars, all NFL, all the time. 10 to noon weekdays on 1010XL. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Duval Motor Company and a busy daily play schedule is ahead. Miranda Lambert. Coming August 5th, that's gunpowder and lead time, mm-hmm. Blackberry Smoke with the Almond Betts Band, August 10th. Lady A, August 20th. 
and the Bethel Music Tour. Chris Tomlin, Carrie Job, September 3rd. Tickets available at dailiesplace.com. I told you this before, Blackberry Smoke, tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous live act. They were here during the Skinner concert uh, in the stadium. Like I said then, I'll say it again now, that was the best live performance of that concert. Oh. Better than Kid Rock. Better than Skinner, I thought. That night, I thought Blackberry Smoke was on the money. Now, this has been um, rescheduled from the earlier COVID times. So, if you have a ticket from earlier for that show, I think it's still available for this mm-hmm. one. So, uh, check it out, dailiesplace.com. And a busy schedule, obviously, coming up this fall at Daily's Place as all these acts are back out on the road now and trying to get some shows in. And we'll do them. Yeah, good. I mean, I look at... Uh I think I think everybody's excited to have things starting to open up. I think there's still a little bit of concern with some people about this Delta variant that may be whisking through our population. And uh, but uh, hopefully everybody continues to get vaccinated. It's but, just just my opinion. Thank you, Logs. Uh, by the way, I got a couple of tweets during the last commercial break about the Gainesville Purple Hurricane. State champs in 1981, by the way, thanks to uh, James Bethel for the tweet there. He sent a photo. A couple 81. of photos. 81. He must have been on that team. Carrying the coach off the field and the whole thing. Nice. Deal. So there you go. Nice. Gainesville. Uh, let's go around. So, the there, so the official answer to is there any blue hurricane mascots is no. That we have red, but no blue Joe. And golden. The uh, Blue Hurricane is a cocktail. That's where you're confused. That's about as close That's as where you're confused, okay. Logs. He's probably had a few of those in his day. Never Joe. have. Joe has. I know Joe has. I, I, I you know, I, no comment here. Let's go around the National Football League. And speaking of vaccinations, the numbers are up. Judy Batista of NFL Media reports there are 14 teams with at least 85% of players vaccinated. And more than 78% of players in the league have received at least one shot of a vaccine. And the league is expected to loosen restrictions on teams that reach that 85% threshold. But today, Logs, the league this afternoon told clubs that if a game cannot be rescheduled during the 18-game regular season due to a COVID outbreak among unvaccinated players, the team with that outbreak will forfeit and be credited with a loss. The team was also responsible for a canceled game because of an outbreak among unvaccinated players or staff and they would be responsible for financial losses and subject to additional discipline from the commissioner. Whew. That's a lot. And, by the way, if a game can't be played and is forfeited, players from both teams will not be paid their paragraph paragraph five money. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If, wait, wait, say that last line again. If Both teams, if a game is canceled. Because of team, an outbreak with both teams. With one team. If there's an outbreak of an unvaccinated group of players on one team, neither team gets oh, yeah. paid why, if the game's why, not Why played. should the team that's vaccinated, Just that's ready to play, be penalized? That doesn't make sense call to Park me. Call Park Avenue. I don't know. That's call, what it is. Let me call Roger. Yeah. yeah no, because I, I don't think that's right. I mean, if, if there is an outbreak written. on a team and they have a high percentage of unvaccinated players and they cannot be ready to play on Sunday – then the team that's ready to play, their opponent, should not be penalized. That doesn't make any sense to me. So there you go. little incentive for the players, I think, to kind of get things together. Because now, now there's players after this came out today that are going on social media and saying, oh, I, I can't, I'm not going to do it or this and that. And Leonard Fournette's one of those. He just put one on about 10 minutes ago, said, vaccine, I can't do it. 
Um, so there's going to be some can't players that can do it. Why? Don't know. Didn't say. But yeah, I just whatever. I, I look. I, I I'm not a. I saw that Michael Irvin came out and made the statement of that if you if you really are a true competitor, then you would get the vaccine. And I know that created lo- quite the conversation. I think around league circles. Yeah. about was he on par or was he not on par. And I think there's something to what, what Michael Irvin said. And, I, and I'm not saying from the standpoint of, look I, I, look, I think that there are legitimate reasons why some people will not and cannot get the vaccine. But I also think that, look, when, when we were kids, how many different vaccinations did we have to get? I'm sure, yeah, we were little, yeah. Well, I mean, for, seriously, mm-hmm. I mean, when, when, when we are young, when we were young, how many different shots did we have to get? So do we do we not do we choose not to do those two? I just I don't I don't understand that kind of that way of thinking to where okay I'm not going to do it. Well, if you have a reason, a legitimate reason, okay, I understand. But if your reason is political, in a way, I just don't trust. Well, wait a minute, don't trust what? I mean, the people that are. Telling you to take it, they're all taking it themselves, and it's it's proven that the vaccination does prevent people from getting it. Why would you not? Now I got look, I got friends of mine that that have not and will not take it, and I'm trying my best to say, look, man, you should take it. I mean, you know, whether it be age or whatever, just. For any reason, I'm trying to encourage them to take it. And they know who they are if they're listening. <laughs> and I, I'm going to be texting them again, you know, and say, hey, did you yeah. get shot yet? Get shot? You get scheduled yet? But, but I mean, look, this is going to be the talking point the, the rest of the way and until those numbers are all the way or close to all the way up. That's just how it's going to be. And then if a game – there has not been, by the way, in league history – I had to look this up today – there has never been an officially forfeited game in the NFL history. I think the one, the one thing that's disappointing is that to get a vaccination or not to get a vaccination, I think, has become more political than – I mean, in – that, that should never be a, a political question. It's not. It's not about politics. It's about yeah. It's about well-being. Let's go through a few more things before we get out of here. Logs. The um, you know remember a few years ago, probably a decade ago now, Tony Romo got in hot water for going to a fantasy football event in a casino yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the league is sponsoring fantasy football. Well, now the Saints have a new name for the Superdome. It is the Caesars Superdome, mm. not Little Caesars. Mm. Caesars Entertainment. So you're saying the league was hypocritical, Jake? So I'm, I'm just saying times have changed. Logs, 20-year uh, yeah. contract approved by the state legislature, so the the money, the check is cleared. Let's put it that way, and Caesars Superdome is online What now. was the amount of money? A lot. I don't know. A lot, though, I'm sure. 20-year contract and, you know, New Orleans. They have all events year-round in that place. Sure. So I'm sure it's a huge sure. deal. Uh, Aaron Rodgers apparently turned down a two-year extension offer from the Packers this offseason that would have made him the highest-paid quarterback, and this drama is not over yet. I'm tired of it, though. Um, well, his girlfriend's not. Uh, his fiance <laughs> girlfriend's been putting information out there, kind of re-quoting Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. And Stephen A. Smith went on a rant, or not a rant, but it basically expressed what he thought it was and that Aaron Rodgers felt that he was disrespected, disregarded by the team, and and uh, his girl, Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend slash fiance, essentially puts that information back out there, and in essence, agreeing with it. And so, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, we'll see. 
The drama continues. Favorite summer Olympic sport? Quickly, go. I don't have. I don't. I'm table tennis for me. Really? Yep. I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a great question. I have to look. What's your Joe? What's yours? Lately, I'm I've been watching the women's softball. Softball. Okay. Logs. Pick one. I thought you'd be weightlifting. Come on, look at no. You. Baseball. Okay. That's it. Jaguars like happy baseball. hour. We'll catch you next week. See you. The Jaguars Digital Network. <laughs>